Have you ever been ripped off and you know it? It's amazing. It actually happened to me. And this one is by far the worst that I've ever had in close to 30 years in the service business, whether I had my own businesses or running my own business. I've never experienced anything like that. Welcome to the brand new episode of the Service.Excuses podcast. We're going to talk about something from personal experience. I've had my clients have it. I've had it in a minor way in the past, but this one was uh, over the top. So the story, because there's always a story behind something, was one of our crews went in to do a job in a house. And I know the crew that was on there and I knew the customer was a little bit fussy. So I made sure that they had a lot of extra towels, a lot of extra fans, a lot of extra extra, extra everything. We've all had those types of clients in the past. And I thought, you know what? I've covered all the bases here. I've made sure that there's any overspray with anything. They wipe it down. They have the towels. They have the stuff. And the guy sent me pictures of it on the job and I saw it. And actually, I personally visited this job just because of the person it was and the odd feeling I had. And they were doing everything right. So it was never a question about that. So I go do do the whole job. Floor comes out beautiful. It's a tile and grout stone kind of combination floor. And we go into the job, customers very happy. They're concerned that some of the grout lines a little bit dark, but they're still wet. So we explain to them, you know, there's certain areas that have a little bit of moisture holds in a little more, even though we put a lot of air movers on and tried to get things done quickly and efficiently for them. Um, it was still going to take a little bit extra time, but the majority of the floor was dry at this time. We all went our own ways. The crew went out to the next job, to the next job. At the end of the day, I get a uh, text from the customer because I knew this person, per- I knew this customer personally. So he had a direct number to me. And said, I can't believe it. You guys ruined my doors in my house. And uh, that they're all wet on the bottom and they're all warping and they're all destroyed. Now, I will tell you, we do approximately 700 to 900 hard surface jobs a year. And we've been doing that for years. The company is a little over four and probably half years old now. We've done a lot of hard surface floors, done a lot of stone, a lot of challenging areas, areas where the floors are broken apart a little bit. We had to take extra uh, precautions. Just about every scenario you can think of, we've run into. One thing we didn't think was, you know, we have to analyze every single door. Now, we do take note of things ahead of time. And now this is going to be on our standard operating procedures. We have to go in next step because if we go in the house and see pre-existing door problems, now we have to note that ahead of time. We usually do that with the floors. We don't really need to do it. We do it with some cabinets because we want to make sure, you know, we've covered all those bases, but we take a lot of precautions to make sure those aren't really affected anyway. We never thought we'd have to go with doors that are actually hung up, you know, an inch or two inch up off the floor, or, you know, maybe a little bit less, but let's just say they're probably at least an inch off the floor or more that we'd have to worry about pre-existing issues on, on the, on the doors. Well, it turns out we actually do. Now, we saw the pictures. We're very aware that maybe one might have gotten some moisture, possibly some damage. We can believe that there's always a possibility of a mistake. Things can happen. We were not above that. But six doors, and then we seen the pictures, and then we saw more pictures, and then we had a fellow contractor go out and take a look at it. And she said it's pre-existing. There's a tiny bit of moisture on one door, but that's to be expected from where you're at. But the rest of the floors were pretty much dry. It wasn't an issue. And you did not do this. And we're aware we didn't do this. I mean, like I said, accidents do happen. But six doors hung up off the ground, pre-existing problems. I sent the pictures out to our insurance company, sent the pictures out to our fellow contractors and some people I trust. And every single one of them came out the same answer without being even asked the question that this has been going on for a while. They've been cleaning the floors with a high pH chemical, and this was here. And we walked into it. So what do you do in a situation like that? Of course, the customers, my wife is upset. My wife is this. 
And, um, you know, we're, we're, we're not, you know, people have the right to be upset. They have the right to feel however they want to feel. And I'm not in her shoes. I'm not going to, you know, demean her for how she feels, but I will demean or say something when I know it's a purpose, uh, misrepresentation. We walked into a situation where somebody was looking for extra things. We're not even sure if, you know, other unforeseen issues might have been behind, but they were looking for any problem they could have not to pay this bill. That's the way we took it at the end of the day. We had a thorough investigation done. We had a third-party person come in. We had another person come. We had other third-party people analyze something that was a job less than $500. And you're probably saying, Rob, why would you spend all of your time and attention over a weekend on something so insane that it's only $500? And I go back to, it's not about the money. Yes, we don't like losing money. I'm paying my crews. It doesn't make a difference. It's not their fault. Um, they're going to get paid no matter what, as if they did the entire job correctly and there was never an issue. That's never their problem. It's the ownership's problem at this point. But my issue was reputation. My issue was the right thing. We know that they didn't do it. And, and if they're not aware they had a pre-existing problem, even that they should start to think logically six doors. Could that really happen? And the answer is bullshit. Of course, it didn't happen. But, you know, again, somebody's looking for something for free. They're looking to take advantage. Um, and I let that known in the follow-up uh, information, follow-up emails to resolve the problem that we were not – basically, our company, service company, has a money-back guarantee on anything. So a customer can claim that even though the floors are right, she wasn't happy about this, and it's still a reason for a money-back guarantee. We honor our commitments. We do it. Really, nobody takes advantage of it. We haven't had it. People are good people. Standard, you get the once in a while, you get the people that take full advantage of you, and they're going to do this. And it happened to us. We got bit on our, our own with this one. And I just have to tell you, you have to move on past it. But we did our due diligence, opened the file, documented everything, documented things going back to him. We let them know we did not agree with their assessment. We did not agree with anybody third party that hasn't even looked at the job, um, maybe looked at photos, but I seriously doubt they even did that. They were looking for any reason not to pay a bill. That's what we fully believe, and it's going to happen. My whole point of this podcast and why I'm talking about this is what should you do in this situation? What are you going to do if somebody eventually, and they will eventually, try to take advantage of you? It's just the world we're in, the situations we're going to deal with day in and day out. What do you do when people try and take advantage of this? And I will tell you, you should have a written plan. You should have a protocol in place for this. Um, I learned this years ago when I ran – a couple of large national franchises. Now, let me explain to you that that's just the num number of jobs in my companies and the number of jobs that I've supervised indirectly over the years are in the tens of thousands of jobs. Well over 10,000 hard surface jobs over the years going way back to the early 2000s. This is a situation unprecedented that we never run into. So it's not a common issue. It's not an issue that happened, but you're going to run into people that are going to take advantage of you. And they're going to try and get something for free. They're going to try some discounted. We tried to prorate it. They didn't work it. I knew at the very end how they were going with this. They just wanted a free job. They want us to clean their floors and they want to blame us for something. And I promise you that if you go back and see their doors, they're not going to do anything. And they're just taking advantage of, of, of that situation. So the best way to handle it is have, again, a written protocol, a written thing in place, and a system in order to rectify it. And that system can't be reactionary. You know, you can't be, um, you know, fighting with somebody necessarily. I'm not saying you shouldn't defend your side, but you should see all sides. There's a whole bunch of different variables. That's why we hire third-party people to come in and assess something, to take a look at something and figure out, you know, is it a possibility we did make a mistake? Have these systems and things in place. When we work with our clients, we are now – 
we have a system in place, but we're going to we're going to actually up it. We're going to up the ante when it comes to that with our work. We're working coaching clients and consulting clients to go above and beyond to inspect. We thought we were covering a lot of bases, but we were not. We were lacking. We were making mistakes, and that cost us. And it can cost you. So my whole point of this podcast is you're probably a service business provider or something like it that are listening to this or watching this on our YouTube channel. It's going to happen, guys. Be prepared for it. Have a system in place to do it. Have a documentation system in place. Have a resolution system in place. That resolution could have multiple phases. Phase one, first line of communication. Uh, second phase, second line of communication. Whatever that happens to be, you should have those things in place to help your business easily and systematically go forward. And I want to say I really got caught with my proverbial pants down on this one because I thought I had all the bases covered. I thought with all of the training and all of the management experience and all the leadership experience and all the resolution experience, and I've had plenty of that running national franchises right up to technicians moving tan beds that they never should have moved. And still, you know, obviously we got to pay for it and fix it. But I've had the craziest stories you could ever possibly imagine. This one I didn't see coming. And I'm just telling you that it is a possibility. So when something new comes out and I, it catches me off guard, I always knew it was a possibility. I just didn't know it was as probable or as likely as I thought it would be. Obviously, we still fell under our money back guarantee for you know when you're not happy with the work. So they were still under the guarantee. Um, it, it, the workmanship on the floor was perfect. Um, but they have a they have a very open we have a very open policy. We don't want to take people's money or customers and clients' money that are not completely happy with this. And they put that under that realm. So that's how it ended. And we resolved a, you know, five hundred dollar job that, you know, we are not going to get paid for. And we've resolved and called the balance even um under that clause. If it was under a damage clause, they wouldn't have got it. If we put it under the damage protocol, they wouldn't have gotten this. This would have gone to a different level, and I probably would have taken it to the extent of even having an attorney involved and, of course, a court case involved with DB because of the principle of it. But because we had that guarantee and they were not happy with the work, we put that under the category of full refund versus prorating complaint. Now, we did try to prorate it because it was a damage. She's trying to claim damages. And when they claim damages, that's our protocol. But are we going far enough to make sure we're prepared for this when it happens? And my guess is most companies are not. So um, I would say if you're a service company, be a very attentive. Um, maybe set up a checklist. I think I might even, like I said, I'm going to up my own for our own clients, but I'm going to do it for our own service company as well to make sure going forward that we'd never, ever have something like this or at least prevent it as much as possible. Again, this is out of nowhere. This is close to 30 years of never seeing anything quite like this, but it happens to people all the time. So it's going to most likely happen to you going forward. People are looking for something. They're going to try to find a reason. For all I know, they could have sprayed water on these doors after we left. We don't know. There's a lot of variables to this. Um, but be prepared. Have your systems in place. And when it happens, have a resolution system in place. Phase one, initial contact. Phase two, how do we resolve it? Phase three, commit, you know, commitments of uh, claim damage. And you can go forward on and on with that, but I can promise you it's going to happen at some point in time. It's just in the cards. If you're an owner-operator, it's probably a little less likely, but it's still going to happen. You know, I was on the job. I was on there. I was out there, out there for, for a while with the, with the crews doing the job. In fact, probably a good hour and a half on a, on a two and a half hour, three hour job. And I could tell you they didn't do anything wrong. I was there. I just had a bad gut feeling. So that also brings another part about this. When do you let your gut determine um, what you're going to do? And the, the, the problem is you can't go with every gut 
assumption. If you do, you're probably not going to work. There's going to be people out there that are just, you, you're, they're going to rub you the wrong way. It's going to happen. We've had it with clients. We went in to start doing jobs and they're, they've been adversarial. They've just been, they were looking for whatever. They were just in a bad mood, fighting with somebody, fighting with the kids, fighting with the spouse, whatever it was. And they were coming at us. And at that point, I tell my crews the same thing I would do myself. If they get to be too much offered to leave the job and say, we're going to call it do you owe us nothing. Um, if you have a couple clean rooms of carpet, then so be it. Um, we're not gonna, we're not, we're not gonna continue. And we're electing to do this, not by staying in the job. So obviously they don't pay because we're electing to remove ourselves from the situation. I would suggest that's a good way to have it. However, you gotta have to have certain protocol in place in order to do that. But you can't always go with your assumption, but your gut does tell you something. And I would suggest you listen to it versus not, because I did have a bad feeling about this, even my first line of communication with this person. And then when I started looking into it a little bit further with other people that have work experience with this person, I found out it's 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 not just me, it's other people. So, um, you know, you can go with your gut. I mean, there's 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 got to be a place. But when you're growing your business, you can't possibly connect every customer. So it's not going to be possible to vent all that out. You're just going to have to do the best you can, have systems in place, have protocols in place to make things work. And I think you will do much better probably than even we just did right here. Um, we still had things in place in order to close it out. And if I didn't have those things in place, it would have been uh, a lot shorter and opening us up to other issues, possibly down the road. I made sure those issues were covered in full because we do have protocol systems, just not as much as I would have liked in this situation. So guys, please uh, feel free to like and share. Feel free to... Um, Write down your comments on this, no matter you're listening to. If you're listening to this on iTunes, you're listening to this on our on our website, if you're listening to this on Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you happen to see this podcast at, I'd really like to know your feedback. I'd really like to know what everybody else has run into or your opinions on it. Or did we go, are we trying to go too far to make it too complex? Sometimes you're just going to get bit. And that's true. It is true. But what's your opinions on this? So I'm asking you to like and subscribe. Feel free to go to our website, robmlion.com. We've got a new page coming up called Resources. It may be up by the time you hear this podcast. It may not. It's a bunch of resources of people we work with one-on-one, and we're going to be adding the list to this to add additional benefits to our clients um, that go to the website and 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 go from there. And also, you're going to see uh, some new courses and things that are going to be launched here in the near future that help uh, master service positioning. We'll get into that in a whole different day. But of course, those courses were uh, a request originally from some of my coaching clients and some of my colleagues, frankly, around the country and even regionally about trying to teach this process. And we're going to be launching a whole program on that. So that is coming up very soon. And again, you go to robmlyon.com. That's R-O-B-M-L-Y-O-N.com. And it'll be under the resources tab. I can't say it's forward slash resources at this point, but it's definitely under the resources tab is where it's going to go. Um, also, our sponsor is Sotellus, S-O-T-E-L-L-U-S. You can go to Sotellus.com uh, forward slash Rob Lyon. That's S-O-T-E-L-L-U-S.com forward slash Rob L-Y-O-N. That's R-O-B-L-Y-O-N. And you can get a free demo on their review management system. It's the cornerstone of why I decided to write the book. It's who we work with. You can work with whoever you want, but I can tell you I've had great personal experience and they become friends. And I appreciate that they have decided to sponsor and endorse this uh, this podcast and uh, going forward, get the uh, information out that reviews are the future of the society. Um, even this situation, we did not ask for review. The rare time we weren't going to ask for review, obviously, we weren't going to go out of our way and they can do it on their own. But um, I would say 99.999% of the time you want to do that. So guys, thank you so much. Appreciate you being here on the Service Without Excuses podcast today. 
And uh, we'll get another one to you here near shortly. We had a great guest yesterday talking about leadership. And I really do enjoy this. And I love your feedback. And again, please like and subscribe and, and download these, these items. And then go visit our website at some point in time. We actually have a free course um, that's going to be coming out. It's not out yet. Well, it's done. I just haven't had it launched on the website yet. And that one's going to be a $47 value. And if you happen to email me at admin at robmlion.com, I will actually send you access to that uh, portal if you need it. But we don't have it connected to our website quite yet. But we're just around the corner with it. All right, guys, I appreciate it. I will talk to you soon. Have a great day.